It's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to, to Gar. Gar. to the world according to gar you're listening to garcast episode number 134 i am gar with me as always is the garfather gar how are you my garific brother very well very well top of the day to you sir red solo cup for you it's not not anything good today it's just some iced tea take that red solo cup shove it over bo's snout and suffocate him to death could be a bad bow day, but we'll see. I think the cat is outside, who he hates. You had a cat instead of bow, this wouldn't be an interruption. This is true. This is very true. Right, Bosco? Also with us, as always, Den Bob. Good morning, everybody. I got to put you on hold. I got another call. I'll see you later. Thanks for checking in. That's a fruity, uh, kind of nice, as my kids would say, fruity vest he has on there. I like that. Cavaliers. Cavaliers and Peck played last night in basketball. I don't know who won. I would imagine Virginia won since they're one of the best basketball teams. Tech was winning uh, in the second half in the beginning. I don't know if they held up. It was a 9 o'clock start. Those late games are no good. No bueno. No, but I woke up with a wonderful gift from that game. I bet with my new Caesars sports betting app. Oh, you went, you're a Caesar now, are you? Oh yeah! This is you went best. you went with that because of the tie to Third uh, Enthusiasm. Didn't you? I did. You cho- I did. That's why you chose that one. Good job. I chose that one, and um, it did not disappoint. And uh, so I made a few bucks on the uh, Virginia game. I bet both well, the under and Virginia. Good job. Well done. So, yeah. Well, I mean, listen. I'm only telling you about my winners. I have quite a string of reds in there as well. Yeah, I got into the New York. That's a good topic. You know, welcome New York State finally to legal gambling. Uh, poor New Jersey's going to lose a lot of money from all the people who are driving across the bridge or having their friends place bets with them. I, uh, not the biggest gambler in the world, but I immediately signed up for FanDuel. I I deposited a hundred bucks on FanDuel. I've only made one real bet, which I won in the Chiefs game to like live betting during the Chiefs game that they would only win by a certain score. I won like 50 bucks on that. Everything else I've won has been the promotional stuff. Like um, I bet 50 bucks and won 50 bucks for the Jets and Bills to score combined over three points. I bet 50 bucks for the national championship to be over 40 points, um, which was a promotional thing, which I almost didn't win. Thank God for they're very good. Left. The bookies so are very good. Yeah, I've deposited $100, and I'm currently at 315 and only really made one real bet. Fantastic. Free money. Great. My, um, I know my soccer trainer, we were talking. I haven't done, I haven't done any of the betting. I, I don't know if I want to. Kind of a little afraid of it. But he said there was a bet on the weekend where it was like an Alabama thing where it was like Jacob scored a touchdown, 
Like it was three players from Alabama in the pros. If they all scored, he won. And he won. Uh, yeah. You got to look out for these promos. Sure I love the promo. The thing. Yeah. I'm tempted, you know, like my buddy, who's a crazy gambler, has like every app. And he like, he does every promo thing and he's betting one against the other. And I'm like, I'm only da- downloading one. I don't want to get out of control here. But if, if you download every one of them, there's like free money to be made. It's crazy. There is free money. So, so there is a caveat. So the free bets, you have to like turn them over once or twice before you could actually convert yes. them to cash. Which you makes can't sense. just, you know, yeah, no, no, no. They, they're on top of that. Uh, there is an NBA jersey that if you place a bet on an NBA game, you get a jersey. Interestingly wow. enough, yeah, if you combined with somebody else and had an agreement, you could bet one way, they yeah, could yeah, yeah. bet another way. Get the jersey. One guy picks the jersey. No, it's 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 interesting. I mean, obviously, they're just trying to get money built up in people's accounts and then hope they start getting greedy. They're trying to get you addicted. Yeah. They're working. It's worked on me. I am full on addicted. Uh, let's talk about the aisles tonight. Do you Bet, think bets are in? Are they finally going to play? I mean, is that is there a parlay that they even play tonight? <laughs> Can you pick? Yeah, right. <laughs> they haven't no played since I think January first, maybe. Exactly which is why I would bet on them to lose. I can't imagine them being up to uh, NHL speed. Well, has the but other the Devils, team played? The yeah. Devils could be down because I think they just had a COVID game canceled the other day on so Tuesday. The Jets right now are minus uh, – the Islanders right now are minus 1.5. So they're the favorites, I guess. I don't understand yeah. when they do like minus 300, 500 and all that crap. I have no idea what they're talking about. So basically, for all our listeners that are not sure, this is, good. This is a this great is good. topic. The minus 1.5 means that they start the game at minus 1.5 goals and they have to win. Yeah, well, that's easy. It's, it's very that similar football spreads. But why, why – I, I tried to have nephew Liam explain this to me, and he, he explained it, but it still didn't compute with me why they list it that way. Why are NBA games – why are a lot of these games listed as plus 500? Minus 149, plus two. What the hell is that? Great question. That's the money line. And that is what you get if you, so that's even up. You're not getting the spread. You're betting even up. So you're betting the game. I picked it. I picked the Islanders to win tonight. Right. So they just have to win. There's no spread, but you don't get even money on your bet. So for example, the Islanders right now are minus 210. So I bet, I bet $10. What do I get? No, you bet. We can only do 100 and then do the conversion. So, it's oh, it's minus based on hundred. It's all. Oh, that's well. That's a good first point. That's all based on a hundred dollar bet. That's why it's listed as hundreds. Okay. Correct. So the Islanders are minus two ten. If so I bet, bet two hundred and ten dollars, I will get one hundred back. Oh God! See, yeah, see, now math, so now you'll, math get three, you'll get three ten. No, you're not. You, well, yeah, I guess you'll get. No, no, no. You're going to get one hundred. They're the favorite, so you get less money. You have to bet two hundred and ten dollars to get one hundred. Right. Whatever that number is. Yes, you're you going to get three ten. You're going to get your, your oh, money that, back. That's yeah, how much yeah, money yeah. you have to bet to get a hundred dollars win. Correct. Right. You don't count if what it's a minus. Right, right. Yeah. You got to bet a hundred to get. Is there a so, so the Devils? Yeah. The Devils in this game are plus one seventy five. If you bet one hundred dollars, you get one seventy five back. So I make. Do, do I get? 275 you won, or do I get one? Yes. No, you won 75. Okay. Your mic sound much better there all of a sudden. Yeah, I didn't realize it was sitting all the way across from me. Sorry. Oh. 
So yeah, Bosco, that's it. So, I'm out. Nobody's going to no, hear me anymore. I'm out. No, no, no. Give me that one again. So let me repeat what you said there so I understand it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so you, on you, the you, money were giving, line, you were giving the negative 175. That's what you just gave an example of? Right. So, so I have to bet $100. To win 75. Correct. Got it. And if it's minus, I have to bet $210 to right. get 100 back. So you really want to be betting on the plus, usually. If you're looking to make money. Well, the, yeah, well, you're betting the underdogs. Yeah, like, yeah, that, I mean, that's what you do, you know, to try to make money in football and all that stuff. Um, okay, so that's really, that's the money, that's what the money line is. See, I'm so naive about all of this. And but then, gonna, so, yeah. then you have different parlays. So, so we have, the, so let's talk about the Islanders. Right now, it's a five and a half goal over under. Right. I don't know. What are you thinking? I'm thinking the under. Oh, he's under with the Islanders. And the Devils, are you kidding me? The two of the boringest teams in hockey. Yeah, they're going to be playing that trap defense. Come on. Hold on. Andrew is my resident uh, betting expert here. I just want to confirm that I have the money line correct. <laughs> uh, the Isles at 210. That oh. I have to bet $210 to get 100 back. Now, if I put in 210, will my account refill 310 or my yes? So you get well, it kicks your hundred back, but you didn't it make gives that you your bet back, right? Yeah, right. you didn't make your hundred that hundred bucks, right? Later, Andrew. Oh yeah, that was Andrew's first appearance on the Guardian. Yeah, that was his. That was his premiere. Mike, yeah, that thumbs up. Mike, your game <laughs> might be a little bit high on that, Mike. Oh well, it's the same as it was last week, Gano. All right, you I'm, were you I'm were a little bit high there. I'm gonna lower it high, like my voice sounded high, like I was on helium. No, just a little, like almost like it could be clippy. How's that? Is that better? That's good. Okay. I'm going to degain myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, if you guys haven't noticed, I've really not been that active on our chats and on the Signal app. I do. I, I, I have been engrossed in this betting. So, uh, oh, that's what it is. Underworld okay. of betting. I have this been spending. <laughs> I love it. I, I still I, don't I, know if I, I it, it's, it didn't seep into my brain completely yet. But no, I love it. I'll, I'll get I, there with how it works. I'll say this, Bosco. I go on it all the time, but I'm still chicken. Like these questions help me get braver because I'm like, why am I placing a bet when I don't really know what I'm doing? So this is good coaching. Thank you. Which is, but this is why they did all that free money. Like I, I'm <laughs> yeah, using exactly. all of their money too. So right, right. Are, you're going to love it. Uh, this weekend, they have all uh, fantasy football bets. What quarterback's going to, you know, who's going to have the most yards? Prop who's bets. Have- yeah. They're the old prop bets. I love the prop bets. I never do them, but I always love looking at them. I like the live. I like the in-game. Like, football, in-game. that was cool. We were watching that Chiefs game, you know, that was going back and forth, and that's where I won money. I was like, hold on a second. You can bet the Chiefs will win between 7 and 12 exactly. points. Like, that's where so- I won money. I didn't actually get in front of my TV till after 1 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, I missed all the chances to bet. And no. then I look at him like, no, no, it's great. Keeps changing. And like Denver could have Denver won me the money because they went for that field goal for no reason. Remember that car? Yes. And that saved my ass. <laughs> I forget what exactly happened, but because they kicked the field goal, then the Chiefs just kneeled down because the Chiefs right, could have right. scored. I would have lost. But because Denver kicked the field goal, the Chiefs just did victory formation. I somehow won money. It was amazing. So on this topic, what's interesting is. New York State is getting 51% of the top line <laughs> yes. revenue for all of these guys. So, and no other, no other states is getting as much as New York, apparently. So I, I made a deposit of $100 into the account. Me too. They get $49. <gasps> New York State gets 51 Yeah. 
It's like every other hundred dollars I make, New York takes half. New York, they just love to take money. Now, I did hear the CEO of <clears throat> FanDuel, that's the one I have, um, on WFAN, and they asked him a good question because he was on like Friday, like the day before the launch, promoting it. They were like, well, are the odds different in New York because of how much money they're taking? Or is like there any difference? And they said, no. Mm. Um, we promise it's the same exact lines as New Jersey. There's no difference state to state. I don't know if all the books are doing the same thing. You know, so I, I asked my brother. He's, uh, he's been involved in this underworld for some time. Right. And I said, are you excited now that it's – and he's like, not at all. makes no difference to me. He goes, right. I've had a booking my whole life. Right. I'd rather just call him. And with this, with these winnings, if you end up winning at the end of the year, you're going to get a 1099. And oh, you yeah. have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> of course. Of course. So, I mean, the, you, the odds are really, really, really stacked against you here between the yeah, government I mean, taking their cut. This, right. This is all for the government to take their cut. But then from a, from a business, business plan perspective, the goal, I think, of these apps – and they're, by the way, in five years, most of them will be gone. It will be narrowed down to like two or three. But the business plan is to get people like us that weren't betting in the underworld. You know what I mean? That's the new money to get, to get us involved. I, always well, did, I used to do FanDuel and DraftKings, but I did it for fantasy football. I don't know why that was legal in New York and straight-up betting wasn't. Like, and we even did, I think we did a golf thing, didn't we? did some GAR ones in the very, very you, beginning you, of the you year. We tried, but we didn't, we didn't bet money on it. Can we set up a GAR cast, like, group of parlays and stuff? Like a group contest of betting? Hey, you or? could post, oh, you could just post, um, you want to, you want to become, you want to, should we become big swingers in this? Well, uh, the GAR cast lock of the week? Like, what do you want to do? Bosco <laughs> is going for the parlay? <laughs> this is Bosco's Maybe department. We'll, we might change the line. We might change the line with the millions of listeners all following That's us. True. We could do what they did. Uh, what was that whole scam they did? Uh, Musk said something on Twitter once and made something go crazy. Oh, on Bitcoin, right? He tr- yeah. well, he did both ways. He trashed it and he pounded yeah. it up. And I think this is – we're due for a Bosco on the street segment. Maybe we got to get out there and have you polling people to see who downloaded a uh, an app now that it's legal in New York and, and how do they like it. Next week, I think if we do Thursday, I'll be Bosco in the street. Oh, excellent. Oh, that's see, that's Ooh. good. Get the hype going. Get everybody excited. Everybody excited. This Bosco on the street next week, everybody. First one of the year. First one of the year. All right. So you got the gambling. I see it in your eye. You're going to lose your family's entire savings. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Are you going to the Island of Game tonight or are you going to stay home? No, I'm home. Okay. I'm home. Home game. I don't um, know who's going. Somebody. Uh, Somebody fun is probably going. Somebody fun? Yeah. No, we've, we've given them all. We've given most of them away. Cool. Well, you, nobody's going because there's no games, but hopefully. Yeah, yeah. The Islanders are like 10 games behind what, like, the Rangers. Yeah, games played, played, right. Yes. Exactly. Yep, yep, games played. Like, it is, they've gotten so screwed. Back when they had, it was ridiculous. They had, what, like, 10 guys on the COVID protocol, and the NHL is like, screw you. Play with mm. people from Bridgeport. They, they did. They got killed by the Rangers, and then all of a sudden they said, all right, we'll shut you down for three games. And then the whole league got COVID, and it just fell apart because they had other games. Yeah. They, their Canada trip this week got canceled because um, Canada wasn't Blame allowing Canada. them right. up there. So, so what's interesting about that, had the league been consistent throughout, then the Islanders would have been at full strength 
beating up on the teams that had COVID. Yes, they would have got their chance. They would have been able to equalize. But instead, what they said is when the Islanders were bad, tough shit. Yep. And now that the rest of the league is bad, oh, let's postpone. Yep. You know, you can't be playing at a disadvantage. NHL has really screwed this up. Like the NFL did a really good job of cleaning it up. Like, yep. If you you're asymptomatic, I don't think you have to test anymore. Uh, no, that it's guy, five days, they, right? So if you have a game on yeah. Sunday and test positive after the game, you could still play the next week. Yeah, they were talking about the guy, the medical chief medical guy for the NFL, how fantastic of a job he's done with they this. Really, they really – he's just – he's doing his own thing. He's, you know, he's following the rules, but he's – problem is they did screw he's up. Making, he's, not scared, he's not scared to make decisions on his own. They should have him replace whoever it is that we have in now. His name will not be mentioned on this show again. I like that idea. I like yeah, that idea. No, I, I'm never going to mention his name. But I will not- say – I will say Voldemort has proven again this week. <laughs> like, I was right. Like, are you seeing how evil he is? Yeah. He's a bad he, dude, man. He's a bad he's dude. Evil. I was I got him I got him pegged. Pegged. Um, well, he doesn't like get that. any publicity on our show. You're he's right. Off. We're not we're not no, talking we're about not mention his name. It's a great idea. I, I'm all for that. <laughs> um I would like to take a money line bet on uh when he's gone from our lives. I don't know. I'd bet the oh, over, that's unfortunately. An interesting one. Unfortunately, that's an interesting I take one. the over. Will he last five years, two years, one year? Right. If he leaves the earth, is it a push? No, he's out. I mean, you're out one way or another. Somebody puts a bullet in his head. I don't care. Oh, that would count too. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I would save the government. Death would be like being removed from office in another way. Okay. It would save the government over four hundred thousand dollars a year. I, I would have said yeah. if he died, it's a push. It's got to have uh, some serious security around whatever bougie townhouse he lives in. At this point, I would imagine <laughs> got some threats. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I did not just threaten. I was just saying, if someone had, no, right. of yeah. course, we have to Kill be careful. Him. We know how threats yeah. get handled. The millions of I know how it feels to be on a receiving end of a threat. I don't condone um, threatening his life or um, you know being a hero and killing him. I don't condone that. Um, don't do that. Okay. No, anybody <laughs> who is thinking that, keep that as an inside thought and do not right. act on it. Speaking oh, of other things, I don't about it. But that's yeah, it. Exactly. I don't condone people. No. People really are assholes. Did you hear that? You know, it was funny. It was talked about so much on the radio that the other day before he got fired, Ryan, my oldest, is like, Dad, who is this Joe Judge and why won't they stop talking about him on the radio? (laughs) So anyway, he finally gets fired. But some ass clowns, like, why are people such jerks? Like, show up outside his house, videotaping him and his family and taking pictures and asking him. It's so stupid. Yeah, those are idiots. People are idiots. Ugh. They got nothing to do. They should sign up for Caesar's Sportbook, and then they wouldn't yeah. be busy. They wouldn't be too worried about what uh, Judge is doing outside of his house. True. We are all Caesars. Yes. So uh, do you get a do you get a poster of Holly Berry. Oh, I'm when you sorry. Did that? I? Oh no. Did I? Did I uh, plug the wrong thing without checking with you first? Because now no, the millions of listeners know which sports book I'm using. You <laughs> said that already. Did you? <laughs> did, you <laughs> did you get a Holly Berry like action figure or something? She's so pretty in those commercials. You know, she's Cleopatra. Yeah. Did you know that, Bosco? I didn't. No. I didn't. All right, all right. Watch it again. Anyway, um, the Paytons are doing the playoff game on Monday, by the way. I just found that out. breaking news. Breaking I can't news. believe they're doing a Monday night football game. But Well, thank God they are because we get the Paytons. The, the Mannings are back. The Paytons. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. The Mannings are back. Apparently, did you see that? I sent the clip. So if you don't know and you want to be in touch with us just as regular shit, uh, we have a signal group set up. Uh, which is like a chat app. It's free. 
It needs, all it needs is a phone number. So you don't have to give it any information, no emails or anything like that. If you're interested, just reach out to one of us and uh, we'll send you an invite to get in there. That's what Den Bob was talking about that he's been very quiet on because he's busy betting away the house. <laughs> um, Maybe that's where we'll post the Bosco pick of the week. <laughs> yeah. But there's some great conversations and some some funny memes that we post on there and, and all that stuff. So And Gar likes to send things you're supposed to click on a watch which i don't do what's that i said you like to send things you're supposed to click on and watch which i don't do you don't do you no did, didn't you see that post they made the other day it's yeah. my new favorite guy on instagram dude with a sign you follow him he just stands on street corners and holds like a cardboard box with like a message on it <laughs> so the one i sent you was like uh if it's if it's longer than 30 yes. seconds i won't watch it yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so you can get in there with us and uh chat it up keep in touch with the gar cast oh you know what i wanted to follow up so i listened to the episode last week and uh with regards to soap the one thing that i, I think we should have brought up was the wash bring cloth. it up now yeah the what wash cloth I think the washcloth is the ultimate in cleaning mechanism but there are some drawbacks with it to use it on a regular basis number one I don't feel that you could share a washcloth. I think that oh, that well, you know how I feel. I don't. I don't feel like you could share a bar of soap. So I agree right, with you. You don't even share a bar of soap. You don't yeah. even shower. So I mean, really, you you have a partial. I have uh, got good point. It's a good point. 20, 2021 was a much better showering. And, and I'll be honest, I, I don't think I would even reuse a washcloth. I wash it immediately after if I do use one. Like if I'm in a hotel, I'll use the washcloth and you I'll throw it on the floor. My my uh, it goes on the floor and the maid takes. I don't mm -hmm. unfortunately have a maid in my. They don't. Home. They don't take them anymore anyway. Yeah, the needs don't come. There's no more room service. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. room service. Yeah. You can get room service. There's no more cleaning your room. No, they get service. Well, same thing. Sandwich. Right? No, they it's not. One brings a sandwich. One takes away the garbage. They don't. Yeah. They don't do anything. You leave the night is naked. Just throw the garbage outside. I guess, which is nice. But they don't come in and do crap for you anymore. So Bosco, I I'm not down with the washcloth thing. That's kind of weird. It's like extra. Now I gotta take that. It's soaking wet. I got to put it somewhere when I'm done. I got to put it in the washing yes, machine. However, if you are particularly dirty after perhaps working outside and, and, uh, okay, maybe there's a time and a place. Exceptionally grimy. I think that the washcloth is the most effective means of cleaning. However, the drawbacks of inability to share, reuse, dirty washcloth, washcloth yeah. uh, will all make it detract as of well, a, a regular. I, I'm glad you brought this up because I got to give Gar credit. <clears throat> after me kind of badgering him for a year, um, <laughs> he got a question of the week out there and he took it to a new level with the clip. I think it was great. I have never seen one of our posts have so many comments on it. If you look at the Instagram post, people were interactive. Do you have the Instagram um, up? I do. You want to? I was going to cover too? it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to finish what I'm going to finish. Um, so we need to continue to do that, Gar. I'm calling you out right here. Keep up the good. I don't know how difficult it is. To do that, but I don't care. I'll keep it up. And um, <laughs> it was fantastic. It really I, was great. I got messages from people like, wow, what is this Garcast you do? I watched the clip. That's excellent. Like, just like dude with a sign, people are more likely to watch a 30 second clip of something than they are an entire episode. And then maybe that gives them a little taste and, and they, they dive in. in. I right. agree. I agree. So, so well done, sir. Keep, Thank you. Keep, keep feeding them. So, yeah, there was some, there was some funny, um feedback on there i mean i don't even need to pull it up but the one who was that that mentioned that they used the four in one I'm my buddy zampa 
down in Tampa. Zampa oh, and Tampa. One, that was pretty interesting. So I was on with Smile Lines, who was very pleased. She's very uh, Instagram savvy and said, you're finally using it right. You're... She was commenting in such a way that she thinks was driving how much it showed up in people's feeds. Um, so we're talking. And the, and Zampa, she goes, did you see Zampa with the four and one? I go, yeah, what the hell is the four and one? I've seen the four and one. She's like, I can't with the four and one. She's like, what's, how do you use one thing to wash your hair, your body? Like what sort of weird chemicals are in there? Conditioner? Well, in, what's, when, what's going on? When we went to Philmont, they, I, I mean, I don't mean to be a topper, but when we went on, on the- Use an eight one. When we went on the 13th, it was an all-in-one. It's called Camp Suds. You used it to wash yeah. your clothes, your body, okay. your dishes. <clears throat> I understand that. For for the adventure that you were on, perfect. Like, that it, makes well, sense. And, the, well, and then to the follow-up for the efficacy of it, it was fantastic. Everything was great. We considered but, replacing all of the soaps in our home with one little bottle of Camp Suds. Well, why didn't you? Ah, lazy. Oh, just lazy. I'm yeah. a little fearful of what's in that. Like, well, like, I'd be afraid of what my wife said. I don't know that she would go crazy about it. Like, you want to be know. washing your private areas, like, with some <laughs> chemical that can clean clothes? Well, the like, private areas were fine. I did it. Private areas, no worries. Yeah, Maybe you wouldn't have to shave and you go right to the gold bomb. 365 days a year. I don't know. I don't know. Makes me nervous. We're going to replace the whole, you know, you have the shower caddy. In your, you know, your shower, my wife has like a million different products that she uses. She has like a, 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 a one to three. She has to wash her hair with three things as opposed right. to. Uh, so she would really? never like what woman would use the four and one? Like they make a female four and one. No woman would use that. No, no. She's got a one and three. Yeah. She's the other way around. Right. Like there's right. a step. There's a process. What do you, why was she shampoo conditions and what else would you do? Something oh, else. then you did something else. Some this stuff. Something. Really? This stuff. No, I, I listen. I don't use the same bathroom or shower as my wife and daughter. So I do know there's a lot of bottles in there. You have a private one? I mean, I use the one downstairs. He said that last week. Remember, he said he's the only one that uses the bar of soap. So he's kind of with me. Well, not I, honestly, you know, it's interesting. The whole soap washcloth dilemma. Like I get the cleanliness of wanting to do a washcloth over a bar of soap, but then it's kind of a pain in the ass. So it was something we never did. And probably because I just grew up without it, but the soap itself is supposed to be clean. So even if it touched my body part and then touched somebody else's, it should be clean because you're starting to rub it off immediately. No, exactly. You're rubbing off the layer that touched other people yeah. immediately. I would just, I would, my suggestion would be when you go in the shower don't put the soap on your face first because the last place it touched might be the first <laughs> or private. You know what I mean? Or your own, or your own nuts. You so know, do just do a regular soap rub on the body and maybe legs, and then your face is is safe. Well, again. see, Sunil agreed with Bosco with the oh, the the bar, but lather it in your hands first. I do lather, lather it, it too. That, that is a safe. To that, that was a better a safe way move. to say it. Lather now, it in if, hand. Now, when you use a washcloth, since I've never really used that. I've, I've tried when I go to other people's houses, I'm always like, if they have a washcloth in there, I felt like I should use the washcloth. Yeah, but is no, it, did, no. whoa, whoa. You just whoa, violated. Whoa. You're like the worst guest. They're probably talking about you after you leave. Oh, you what are you supposed the to use? They give you, they give you, you a bar of soap. No, but they have, they give you 
a towel wait, did they, and a washcloth. Did, did they wait? You said you go in there and there's something in there. Did they hand you this on your way? Like, Gary, here, no, these are for no, you. No, I would never use one that was sitting there already. That's, right, that's the way you just okay. described it. You didn't describe it right Excuse as me. usual. They give you I a towel and a washcloth, right? Image. To go in their shower. <laughs> and yeah. I never knew really <laughs> how to use the washcloth. I didn't know if you very complicated device up yeah. with the soap and then wash yourself with the cloth. No, or no, no, you no. Put the soap under the washcloth and then wash with the soap under the washcloth. No. How do you do no. it? It's a, I think it's the wash. Leather. Yeah, the washcloth is just for extra like scrubbing ability, like scrubbing a loofah. Power. We had many people mention Mike O'Donoghue apparently is a big loofah fan. He said he uses body wash with a scrubber, and I was like, what the hell is a scrubber? But he says that seems like a better term than loofah. I would go back to loofah. Is that the old when you expose? But the problem with a loofah, aren't you reusing it over and over and over again? You don't put a loofah in the the washing machine. This is a problem with everything that everyone is saying, except if you use liquid soap, body wash, like me. Yeah. Right? No, no. It's it's it's, okay. Definitely the cleanliest. Right. uh, Just the most work. Smile lines how many squirts does it take to cover your whole body? It's a great question. Um, I feel like uh, I do at least two, maybe three squirts a shower. Get out of here. It's yeah. at least six squirts for me. No, it lathers up just like a bar of soap. What are you like no, trying to cover yourself? Not even in- close. Not even oh close to the lather of a soap. I have oh. quadrants. I have to do left arm, right arm, body. Left leg, right leg. Then you got to do another squirt for the feet. You got to do the feet. That's a whole separate one. Nah, the feet get cleaned by the soap that falls oh, on the ground. Oh, just in the soap. <laughs> you, you just in the puddle that creates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 your feet are the cleanest thing around. They're in. They're in the water and the soap sludge the whole time. Biggie. Yeah. I, I Imagine if you weren't. What? I, I actually will. Sometimes we have a body wash gel, whatever it is, the liquid soap downstairs from Axe. Ugh, and, how and on a Saturday night. If it's like, I think we're going to have a shot of getting lucky. I will soap and then do a second cover <laughs> uh, of the axe just to get you that have, smell on my body. You have date night soap. That's I do. Funny. I absolutely do. Does it work? Uh, you still usually know, but it's okay. <laughs> I feel better that day and I get excited that there's a chance. There's oh a my chance. God. Like in Dumb and Dumber. There's a chance. It's so funny. Days. There's a chance. That is too funny, you 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 frisky little dude. So I still like wow. the, the cleanliness of the soap, but I want that that little aroma from the axe. Yeah, smile lines that I had one more funny soap discussion. So in the summertime, growing up, my dad still does this. In in Breezy Point, growing up on the beach, we always had an outdoor shower. It's a big thing, right? Um, attached to your house on your back deck, like every summer bungalow had one. Um, we didn't have a bungalow, but my dad built an outdoor shower. So you come home from the beach, right? You don't go in the house and trudge sand through and all that stuff. You go into the shower. Now, some people would just rinse off and then take a shower later. Now, Breezy Point also has cesspools and septic tanks, right? So any excuse you can have not to fill those up. So like once the warm weather came, my dad was adamant, no showers in the house. Um, shower outside, shampoo and, and a bar of soap in there. And, I, and once we started talking about this, I could, I could still feel it in my hands. There would be a bar of soap out there like for the whole summer. Wow. <laughs> and it would have like sand embedded in it. 
So like you'd grab it and rub yourself with the lather in your hands and almost cut yourself. It was like sandpaper bar of soap. Really? I, I mean, yeah. I can't imagine that it would have that much utilization. The soap lasts a week. And well, I, I mean, then you replace it again, but it always had sand in it. Mm, right. You might not have soap on a rope. Did you guys put a rope on it? No rope, but there's no, the outdoor shower, there was no roof. So it was exposed to rain, you know, like all elements. Oh. The soap was just, it was great. It was awesome. No washcloths. No, definitely not. Yep. A lot of fun. That's have you awesome. ever taken a cold shower? What, what are your thoughts on a cold shower? I've heard that they're very healthy. I can't, I'm, I'm a big wimp when it comes to that. I like the cold shower. Uh, not in the winter, but certainly in the summer. There's not, for me, I love, I absolutely love doing a run and then coming in and taking a nice cold shower. Absolutely. No, I can't, I cannot do that. So I, I've heard that the – maybe we can have a doctor friend tell me that I'm 15% right. Uh, right. But I've heard Emo. that a, a, a shower, the sudden shock to the body of a cold shower in the morning will kill off the weak cells, some sort of autophagy. The weak cells in your body will die off and regenerate as healthy ones in a healthy well, body. I have I, – yeah, I have a – Somebody I know on Facebook is big into the um, ice baths. Like she had, she converted a um, freezer, you know, the big freezers that you open up like a chest. Yeah. They convert, like converted one of those into like an ice bath tub situation. Wow. And her and her husband like get in it every, like individually get in it every night. It's supposed to like have all these health benefits. I know. I can Adam only imagine Carolla, the shrinkage that goes on. A lot of shrinkage. Adam Carolla's talked about, he does... He has a pool that's at like 40 degrees or something that he swims in. Um, yeah. Does a lap. I know Joe, Joe Rogan does that. He has the, the ice bath next to the sauna. Yeah. Some of these people next to the what? Like the sauna. All right. Um, a lot of people <laughs> do you, some of the, yeah, like this cryo freeze treatment, stuff like that. Yeah. There's something to that. I tried the ice bath years ago when I was training for an ultra, like the 50K races I was doing. I would do these 29 mile runs home, which I've talked about from Manhattan and so sore. Like you barely move when you'd finish that, like a five hour run. And I was told immediately fill the tub up with ice cold water and just get in it. And I just, I'm such a wimp. Like I would be there, there I am in my tub with my arms on the side of the tub, trying to lower my ass into the yeah. cold water. And I could never get myself like under and sit in it. Like I would just barely get in it and then get out. Such a whim. I, I do believe that it's good for the inflammation for sure. I mean, it, it has to be intuitively, right? Yes, absolutely. With, you, you, you know, it's the second thing that you got to do when you hurt yourself. Yeah. I would I, do it when I had bad Achilles. I would fill up a pot, the biggest pot we had. We probably cooked it in afterwards, Bosco, and with ice and water and then sit in front of the TV and put both feet in it and leave it in there as long as I could until I couldn't take it anymore. And it helps so much with the swelling, you know? So ice baths for all my friends, if you can. Ice cold shower. I'd rather jump in a pool like Adam Carolla. That I could do, just like jump in and get the hell out. Yeah. But like lowering myself or inching my way into a shower. I'm, I'm wimpy too. I find it very difficult. My body doesn't like it. Um, so I would just prefer to allow my weak cells to continue living on in my body. By the way, yes. the, old, the old muscle pain, stiff neck stuff where... Remember, everybody used to say put a heating pad on there. And from what I understand, you want ice. You don't want heating pads. Heating pads um, push the, the blood flow 
away, right? But when it's cold, it pulls the blood in. Well, sometimes you want to push, but sometimes you want to push the blood away. It depends what the situation is. I guess. Right. Cause like PT. So like Ryan's going to my physical therapist now. So I was reflecting back to what I used to do and she's doing the same thing. When you get there, they start with heat because they want to get things loosened up before you do your stretches and, and all your workouts and stuff. And then when you're doing the workout and the uh, stretches and everything, that can cause inflammation. So they finish the PT with ice. Hmm. Do you ever use the BioFreeze stuff? The spray? Spray. They spray gels. They have roll-ons. Uh, years ago, I, I remember using it. I get stiff time. necks once in a while. I put them on my back, like in, in the next stiff area. Really? It really does freaking work well. It doesn't oh, smell as bad as Bengay. Are there side effects to that? I don't know, maybe an occasional twitch, but <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that's the one that's got to go on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep it. Gotta keep I think you're going to have to give me a question of the week too this week, so we can put Bert, it up there. The acupuncturist uh, would recommend, Bert. yeah, and he 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 was trained by the Chinese, so I mean, we really of course. have to. He recommends he, um, what? Heat. He didn't. He didn't say. So yet. after the acupuncture and the treatment, uh, he he said that heat is is more relaxing to the muscles and. Um, it's more comfortable and you know, that's what he recommended. Okay. Now I disagree. I still think it's ice, but uh, no, I mean, you, you, that's know, what you tell Bert, tell Bert what you know, he doesn't <laughs> know shit. He doesn't know shit. Um, we might get a question out of the week out of the four emails that we have waiting for us, Gar. Well, let's go. Let's four. Get, let's get to the emails. We have a lot. I know we actually have a song and we probably need, we probably have a hard stop today. Don't we? No hard stop. No, I think I have a meeting, but yeah, you're checking. not stopping. Nope, not happening. You got too much to cover. Too much to cover. Um, all right. First email came in like he likes to do last Friday while listening to the episode. Rob O'Donoghue sent us the episode 114 check-in chain. Um, hopefully, it's a live listen jot down, but we'll see. Happy New Year's to the three amigos. Now, I got I got two questions right off the bat on this email bosco one is is january 7th too late to be wishing us happy new year it's the first question well that was covered in uh curb your enthusiasm and here years in years past but i forget is seven is january 7th okay one week is too far bosco i think that uh being that january one was on a saturday the seventh was completely appropriate i think it's okay because it's actually within a week it's six days yeah. after i think it's I okay agree. just made the cut Okay. Second question is, is it happy new year or happy new years? Like Rob said, I would definitely say new year, right? Absolutely. New year. It's one new Uh, year. You're not having, you're not expressing happiness for their entire life going forward. Happy new this year. That's it. You can't wait. 100%, 100% agree. If he, but I will give this caveat. So Rob, you're wrong here. Improper usage. I think the only time you could say happy new years I don't think I'd ever say it, but I might let it go if it was actually New Year's Day, the day well, of. That's a oh, good point, and I believe that's that where a lot of the people are getting confused. Right. It's New Year's Day because it's every right. year the new one right. falls on that day. It's probably uh, still the wrong way to use it. Probably should yeah. never be used, but maybe. It should be New Year Day, not New Year's Day. It should just still be Who Happy New Year. To? It should be well, say, Happy New Year Day. Right. You're wishing me a Happy New Year. Not all of them. My wishes do not extend past this year. I don't know if I want right. you to have a happy next year. It depends exactly. on how you behave and because guess what? For this year, he's going to do this again next year. 
and it better be done right. All right. Anyway, I sorry. do like I That's do like point. the Eddie. I Murphy. think that was a great point. I Thank like you. the Eddie Murphy Medi New Year from time to time. That, that <laughs> can also be used as well. <laughs> yep. Absolutely, nothing wrong with that. Always, great. always. All right. It's been a while, but I thought the live show was great. A little long, like this email, but really well played, and you held it together nicely with all the people jumping in. The Fernwood was the place to be to watch the first live event. I listened to the number 132 show earlier this week, and I began listening to episode 133 on the way in today during the snowstorm and catching up on thoughts in the office. We did have snow last Friday. Here we go. The last show of the 2020-2021 year was really good. Does that show qualify for best show of 2022? I want to comment on the dishwasher conversation, even though now I'm two weeks behind at this point. As my brother commented, fork tines up, spoons up, and butter knives up. Pointy steak knife, always down for safety. <laughs> I will say any knife that comes from a butcher block holder gets hand washed. It's fair. I'm curious to how your dad, Big Mike, has a different method than you and Smile Lines. So am I, Rob. I think my mother always loaded the dishwasher. Um, and then once she passed away, he had to do it on his yeah. own and developed his own method. But we learned from mom. You grew up in this, his house. Weird that you have a different approach there. Well, he was raised by a different mother. Good for him for walking smile lines through a reorientation as Bosco did with his kids. I agree, Rob. I like that. It's good parenting. I really enjoyed Bosco's reorientation story when he gave his boys a drill on where cups go, silverware, etc. Now that they are back from school. I loved it too. <laughs> with regards to glass and cup placement out of the dishwasher, we put glasses, coffee cups, and teacups in the up position, as do I, because I like dust in my drink, apparently. There is... There is so much turnover in our house that putting them down isn't necessary. Yeah, I agree. Now, in my opinion, there are two places for putting glassware down. And that is when, one, you own a second home and perhaps you only use the glasses cups every so often and keep dust, keeping dust out is important. Good point. I often notice in the Airbnb rentals we get, the cups and glasses are always down. Secondly, in a bar, I used to have a bar in our basement with the stem glasses upside down holder. Oh, you sent a picture as well. Totally acceptable in that case. He's got the picture of the stem wine glasses hanging from the rack on the ceiling. Yeah, nice. Nice look. Keeps the dust out. I want to say thanks for the nomination during the award show. All the winners are well-deserved. Is there a trophy or plaque that goes out to the winners? No. That would cost us no. money. Um, money. Yeah, come on. Lastly, as this will be read on 113, good luck in the Sable Running Club 10-mile run to the brewery on Saturday. As I write this, I am not sure of my status with the pulled hammy. Will Gar and Bosco be on the course cheering on the team? I would suggest they meet us at the beer tents after the run. Um, cheers well, to the group. Happened. Keep up the good work and all the best in 2022. Um, I do have that race this Saturday, which is like my second favorite day of the year next to Christmas. Um, it's supposed I didn't to be realize it was creeping up this quick already. Holy yeah. The 10-mile run to the brewery. Yep. It's going to be like 10 degrees, which is my favorite. Frozen mustache weather. If you guys want to come to the brewery, and uh, no, you can't. You need to get the pay to get in. Um, but the latest update on this says Rob is not attending, which is very disappointing. Yeah. Um, I heard that through a, uh, a team member, uh, Dan Hickey. So uh, we hope to see him out there next year. All right. Sorry, I'll try to power through these so we can get back to He should show. probably put ice on the hammy. You know what? Alternating the high ice and the heat, and then maybe he would have made it. If he would have called you right away when the injury happened to Bosco <laughs> or, or went to Bert. <laughs> All right, Bosco, this one's for you. Okay. From, from Sean. Haven't oh, heard from no. him in a while. <laughs> we did call him out last show, didn't we? It was oh. sent on a Sunday night at 9 p.m., which is a little early for him. What would you say, Gar? 
We we uh, Guar called him out on his email last week, I believe. Yes, this is Guar's doing. Yep, and we thank um, you, Guar, because we're glad King Sean's is back. Yep, and the title is my Twitter Odyssey. Oh boy! Good evening, Gar people. <laughs> After listening to the Garcast this past week, I felt the need to discuss my travels on Twitter. I thank Guar and all that follow me on Twitter. Reminded me why I originally started using it in the first place. So here we go. I started my Twitter account in 2010. I did so because I used to yell at my TV while watching Knicks games, and my neighbors at the time used to complain. They have since moved. So I opened a Twitter account to type and vent my frustrations. It seemed to work, but I discovered really quickly I can also bother other people on Twitter. So I began to go after people with blue check marks next to their name that particularly annoyed me. First victim was Isaiah Thomas. Yes, the Hall of Fame player, but the worst GM coach in Knicks history. I constantly called for him to be fired. I called him garbage and so forth. Whoever handled his account told me to respect his name and legacy. I replied that as a player, he was great, but as a GM, he sucked. I was eventually blocked by him. Still shows me to be blocked to this day. Next person was Sugar Shane Mosley. Now, I wasn't really coming after him. I merely suggested to him that he should retire. He got pretty beat up in his last fight at the time. I said he should retire before he gets hurt. He responded to me saying, as soon as he saw my... AVI, is that just like a picture or something? He knew he was getting hate from his own people. Oh boy. Oh no. He then blocked me. He went. Phil back. Hughes. Remember Phil Hughes, the pitcher yeah. for the Yankees? Also blocked me because when he pitched for the Yankees, he was an inconsistent piece of garbage. And I used to tell him so. He was too sensitive. Sounds like Bosco. <laughs> after I got bored with going after people, I didn't like I didn't like Twitter. I went back to using it for venting. And oh, after I got sorry, let me read that again. After I got bored with going after people I didn't like on Twitter, I went back to using it for venting and news. I don't watch the news. It comes up on Twitter before news anyway, especially sports people. Why use a reporter when you can just tweet it yourself? So between that retweets and my venting about whatever is bothering me at the moment, that was my primary use of Twitter. During the pandemic, however, I also decided to use it to hit up some ladies I thought were pretty. Simple hello, like their tweet, etc. I had a few actually DM me. I usually would reply a couple of times and then leave it alone. Who knows if the person hitting me up in my DM is really the one in the picture. However, I did make one exception. It was a girl that actually looked familiar to me. We DM for a bit. Then we decided to speak over FaceTime. Oh, my. Everyone's on the edge of their seat, aren't they? Oh, did, I you am. did she match the picture? We realized we didn't know each other. from, from high. We did know each other from oh. high school. She was like the hottest girl in school. You may or may not remember, I went to Edison High School, which used to be all boys. So there were not a lot of girls in there, but she was I wonder fine. if she was a transgender. She could have been. <laughs> but she paid me no mind, I guess in high school. I tried to ask her out a couple of times, and she shot me down. It was cool. I just went to Jamaica High School right across the street and did my thing. <laughs> anyway, we decided to meet up. So we met at my spot in Forest Hills Reef for a drink. After some food and drinks, we went back to Astoria where she lives. Long story short, she is now a new member of my ladies in reserve. Yes. So that Twitter has awesome. benefited me for some good and some bad. But overall, I like to use it. I send Gar and Mike stuff I see on there all the time. He does. Pre appreciate the follow, fellas. Until my next tweet, King Sean S is out. That was yes. an excellent email. By that the was way, like a college paper. That was great. Razzing people on Twitter, much better than going to their house and telling them they suck. Or, or threatening to burn it down. Yes. 
So good for you, King Shans. I think that was a Oof. great way to to um, push your energies. And yeah, the, lo- the loyal story. listeners sending in a lot of content this week. <clears throat> I, need, I need a sip of water. <laughs> Holy Lord. Bosco, you okay with Sean's email? I thought it was good. Thank goodness. I was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, you but should I'm contact also happy that. to know that his threats will be limited to a Twitter forum. And, and Yes. But maybe, Bosco, you should link up with Isaiah Thomas and Sugar Shane Mosley and, and, and talk about your experiences with Sean. <laughs> All right. Guar, he's really pushing for the award. I mean, two, he wants it two already. He's working for next year's award. This year's award. Oh, this is good, though, because we did touch on this last week. And uh, was it last week we talked about the Pope? Yeah. So the never-ending chain. Garfellas, today I will just briefly comment on the Pope's message from the last episode about being a greedy, childless adult. <laughs> yes, it's greedy. And yes, holy fuck, is it fantastic. Though Mike's suggestion to adopt Sunil may be the best suggestion I've heard on how to counter his greediness. He's got a place ready for him and a coffin for sleeping as he learns to embrace the immortal vampirific lifestyle. But enough about that. What I really want to send along is a magnum opus created by a collaboration between yours truly, Guar, and with thunderous and the thunderous bass master, Mike O'Donian. As you Garfellas know, I've prepared each of you a song as the occasion warrants. But Gar has been left songless. Well, that ends today. I knew this had to be a special one for the master of closing music, so I hope Gar likes it. I'm sure with Gar's new enthusiasm for learning guitar, he'll be playing along in no time. I've also attached the lyrics as a PDF in case you wanted to read along. I hope you all enjoyed as much as we enjoyed making it. I also got to have fun making up an album and band name, as you tell when you open up the MP3's properties. I've attached a screenshot of it below. Uh, Keep Rockin' Guar. The title, I think you're going to play this, right, Gar? Yeah. The title of the song is He's My Favorite Comudgeon. The contributing artists are the Germanos Guapos. And the album is... Uh, did I miss? Did I pronounce that right? And you wrong? Curmudgeon. I, of course, I got it right. And the it, this is off of a new album called Garholio's Greatest Hits. <laughs> All right, let's fire this shit up. Despite there being lots of facts Hey, that's okay He's my favorite curmudgeon He shakes his fist up at the sky Without believing in a higher guy I don't care He's still my favorite curmudgeon No one knows what motivates God Except he likes Jeeps over cars Though I gotta admit taking those doors and roofs off and cruising down the LIE is mint as hell but not as mint as Mad Myth and Legend Garka Argues with the Denbop man He does it for 
with a million fans. He draws no line, because he's my favorite curmudgeon. He doesn't like New York State. Live free or die, that's his fate. Wherever he moves, hell, he's still my favorite curmudgeon. Wow. Excellent that was awesome. Job. In the beginning, I felt like I was at one of my kids' like school concerts. Got a little <laughs> tough sled in there. That is amazing, dude. That is fucking amazing. And he did I'm send the lyrics. If, if you want to post those lyrics somewhere, that was yeah, fantastic. you got to post the lyrics. You know Absolutely. what? I got it. I did. We did get a free website from Anchor as part of our website package. It's nobody goes on. Nobody goes on websites. But I could post stuff like that there. Go ahead if it makes you feel good. I, I got to get it finished and set up. Instagram stories are the only place to put things. That's it. All right, Bosco. I got to keep you awake here. One more email. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody's excited. Our favorite mass hole, Andy. The subject, Bosco. This is probably for us since we were very insulted by his last email. The subject is positive. Hmm. Let's see what he can do. Carfellas, here is my first and most positive email of the year. There is enough negativity. I'm going to try and focus on the positive. So my father will be happy. Not the Bosco being COVID positive talk, but positive and upbeat. <laughs> like how Guar deserves the listener of the year. And I'm glad I could help make the decision easier for the esteemed panel by trashing my own long odds. It's a new year with the new possibilities, but I will wait until the end of the year to make my push. Related, if you know when review time is at work, it's a good idea to work hard around that time as most people have short-term memories, of course. And it is review time at work. It is. Continuing to focus. Yeah. Continuing to focus on the positive. The last 10 minutes of last week's show were great. The emails and talking utensils and soap. Funny to hear you all banter on the topics and compare notes. Bosco's logic that if you share a bar of soap with other people, you just have to rotate the soap a few times to freshen it up. <laughs> that sounds like something backed by science. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, Mike, does your dad. Mr. Redman, call your sister smile lines? When you recounted a story last week, it sounded that way. If so, I think that's fantastic and positive. He does not, but I'm working on it. He didn't know who smile lines was for a really long time. I would <laughs> oh, always, that's so funny. I talked about smile lines. He had no idea who I was talking about. Um, another fun topic. We're approaching the long Martin Luther King Jr. holiday weekend. Indeed. I believe it was MLK weekend when loyal listener Mike O'Donoghue had his bachelor party in Killington. That is true, Andrew. That was clearly an eventful weekend. I believe it was 12 years ago. I was glad I was just there to witness. And you also took care of me. Cheers, fellas. Here's to a good week. Andy, let's test Bosco's Garcash trivia and see if he remembers what happened to me at loyal listener Mike O'Donoghue's bachelor party in Killington, Martin Luther King weekend, 2010. Andy was there. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass on that trivia question. Gar. Do you remember? I vaguely remember, but not the details anymore. That's for sure. The legendary pot brownie overdose story. Ah, yes. When uh, one of Mike's relatives or something left a tray of pot brownies next to a tray of big ziti and I was starving and I ate both. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Ended up in an ambulance. Oh, no. I, I can't tell it again, but yeah. No. Well, you was, might, was, actually. That, that might be a worthy retail. 
Yeah, it was. It's a it's a long tale. The short story was good for the beginning. For the beginning of a show, not the end. Yeah, oh. I collapsed, couldn't move. There were strippers in the house. They called the cops. Somebody hid with the strippers in a hot tub. Uh, there was state troopers, local police. I got taken away in an ambulance. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh my goodness! Maybe I'll do a separate podcast just about that. Interview people who were there. Might be worth that it. would be a fantastic uh, episode. <laughs> Uh, anyway, wow, I'm exhausted from you guys. What, what do you? I, I got to rest my vocal cords. That's amazing. I don't don't have much time left. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we do. I don't. I have a, an eleven. A, a meeting right at the end of this. We could. Um, I have. What else a, didn't we cover? Bosco, what do you got? I have terrible news. What? Terrible, terrible news. Our favorite bar, Shanahan's. No, 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 no. What? What? No, you. I don't want to hear back this. Deck. They had to take down their back deck. What? Because they were apparently encroaching upon the adjacent property's line. What asshole ratted them out? I think it's an old age home. Wow. Yep. So the deck is down. Which the the deck that we sat on? No, the other deck. Our deck. (laughs) No, I mean, like, it's so close to the building. How could that be a problem? I, you know what? I haven't seen it for myself, but I was uh, with somebody who told me the bad news. Well, guess we'll have to sit inside next time. We're going to have to go check it out. Well, let's see if we can get a lawyer to help them get the deck back. I thought you were going to tell me it it closed or something. There's so many connections in Kings Park. They couldn't get this taken care of. You You know what? It's, It's reminding me of Yellowstone. It's not 1985 anymore. Oh, TV. We haven't talked about TV. Yellowstone is amazing. There's a lot of TV. Um, yeah, go. You got ahead of me in Yellowstone, so be careful what you say. Yeah, no, there was just a comment, like, with, and it, that's not a spoiler, but somebody said something about, like, the dad saying, this isn't 1985 anymore. Okay. Well, Basically, big news. Like, you know, he acts like it is. As you yeah, my, my biggest TV news, which a lot of the loyal listeners have been waiting for, I finally, breaking news, started Ted Lasso. Yes. Yes. I watched yesterday, um, and I got Nancy to jump in. She didn't see the first episode. I refused to watch it again, but I told her what happened. Um, she jumped in on episode two. She's hooked. Uh, we watched the first five episodes yesterday. Wow! Oh, that's so awesome! Great show. Cobra I'm in Kai. love. I'm in love with the owner of the team. Yeah, Cobra Kai. You guys on that? Didn't no. start it yet. They I watched the first genius. episode. It's not um, cheesy. They did a great job. I'm hooked. I'm five episodes funny. deep. I told Matt I watched the first episode. He was over. He was disappointed because I said it didn't. I didn't get a good good vibe from it. It was great. It, no, it was, no, it, it really watching. picked up. It really, it, it's uh, really excellent. They have a new character that is just the best. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because I've seen there watching the first one. Going, I feel like this is the same thing I've seen just a new season. And do I really want to go through this? No, if you remember again? at the end of last season, yep. Um, what's his name? Um, Cobra Kai, Cre- the crease crease gets on the phone and he calls an old yep. friend. Yes. That old friend comes back and he's yes. awesome. It's just amazing. I, I really, right. I'm, I'm so hooked. I can't wait to see the rest. All right. You know, I think tomorrow night Reagan announced we're starting that. We're diving right. in. Yeah, I'll pick that. I mean, there's so much going on right now for TV. Um, the Expanse, Peace. the final season's here. The the last episode of the, the the entire series is released on Friday. Wait, that's the last one of the entire series? Yep. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. 
Yeah, so that's over. Station Eleven, which Mike I, put me on to, uh, has been one of the greatest surprises uh, I, on, on a TV show I've had since The Leftovers. And I, almost it's, could it's, rank up there as good as The Leftovers, in my opinion. I'm going to oh, wait. Leftovers yeah. is amazing. I'm going to wait till Station Eleven season finishes to make a, <clears throat> a ranking on it. I'm, I mean, I can't say enough about it. It it's out today. Um, and it's done so well. And there are so many characters. They could they could probably run that show forever with all the different pieces that they can pull into that. So it's so, so, oh my God, the last episode at the end. Ah, my yeah, God. And really they, good. Well done. Wrote, Acting is in another, another tribe called quest song. I, I love that. Yep, the music's yep. great. By the way, tribe called quest in uh, an early episode of uh, Ted Lasso as well. Yep. <clears throat> when he threw the birthday party in the locker room after they lost yeah. the Nigerian guy's birthday. That was so. pretty funny. Uh, yeah, there's some great stuff. Afterlife three, the final season starts. Dude, I have heard nothing about Friday. that. You're the only one. You're the only one who knew. I follow him on Twitter, Ricky Gervais. So he's been tweeting about it. it I didn't know it was the season finale or the series finale, but it is. So they're only doing the three seasons. The first two seasons of Afterlife are up there in my top yeah. shows of all time. It is. Yeah. It's an emotional roller coaster. Oh, the mailman takes mailman takes baths in his bathtub. Like it's. It's out of control. Bosco, so you never good. watched Afterlife? No, no. Oh, so half, shows, half hour episodes. It's great. Yeah. And I finally finished Better Call Saul, so I'm caught up, ready for the next season. That was that was another great ride. And like we said, we were watching Yellowstone. There's just so much. And I watched the JFK documentary on Showtime that Yellowstone did. It was not on Showtime on demand yesterday when I looked, so I didn't watch it. Um, do a search and you'll find it. That's how I did. But it. I also decided I'm going to wait because I listened to him on Joe Rogan, and he said in f- late February they're releasing the the long version, which is like yeah. four hours. I I you might not need it. It this can oh, this I, one, oh I need it. This one dragged a little bit at times. I will say. All right, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, Oliver no, Stone. No on, question uh, of the week this week. Sorry. I mean, unless okay. you can find something in there, well, you guys let me. Well, know, just. But. Clip of the week, man. Clip of the week. All right, we'll do a clip of the week somewhere. It, you know, it would have been good if uh, saying Guar and loyal listener Michael Donahue would have done a Zoom together and recorded it and then sent it to you and them live recording the song and they could have posted, we could have posted that. Would that would have been awesome. Uh, oh, well. Some news on the table. Um, I'm almost thinking maybe we'll do a conspiracy corner every week. We'll do a new conspiracy. I, I got all these ideas coming for the show. So keep listening, download it, tell your friends. Uh, next week available, next Rumble. week bosco on the street <clears throat> yeah it's gonna be big make sure you're watching the, that one that could be the clip on ig so. <laughs> well all until right. next was that bob i was gonna say i gotta go all right then who bob. the hell is bob i shortened it real quick because i was trying to move fast here but until yeah. next week be garific go uh out i held it because you guys gotta go have a great day, Jen. Next week, see you. Peace. On the street. On a warm summer's evening. On a train bound for nowhere. I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring. Out the window at the darkness. To boredom overtook us. And he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life. Out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces 
for a taste of your whiskey, I'll give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle, and he drank down my last swallow. Then he bombed a cigarette and asked me for a light. And the night got deathly quiet, and his face lost all expression. Said, if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Every gambler knows The secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. 'Cause every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser, and the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold 'em, know when to fold 'em, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. You got to know when to hold 'em, when to hold 'em, know when to fold 'em, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. You got to know. 